Welcome to Radiance Reclaimed. I'm your host, Andrea Walker. And after seeking a deeper level of meaning in my own life for years, literally decades, and discovering countless inspiring tools of transformation and inspiration along the way, I've realized that the way to fulfill my own soul purpose is to support you in discovering yours. I'm so glad you found your way to this podcast, where my mission is to help you to break through those old stories that hold you back from taking action outside your comfort zone and to inspire you to create your own radiant soul purpose life with joy. If you're ready to leave those old limiting beliefs behind, get crystal clear on your radiant soul purpose and take quantum leaps forward to create your most fulfilling and passionate life, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome. Andrea here. And today I want to share with you the pillars of reinvention. And where this comes from is from my thinking about how I wanted to put together the program that I created to take people from a place of kind of the A to B, if you will, a place of lack of clarity, a place of knowing that there's something more, but they just don't know how to get there or what it is. That sense of what am I here for? What am I on the planet for? Really? That's what we're talking about when we're talking about reinvention. And I realized that there needs to be a framework around that. And so today I'm going to give a little bit of an overview of what those four pillars are. And I hope that's really useful. If you're listening to this, you can think about how these might relate to your own journey. And also just to give a little insight into how we work with these concepts inside that 12-month program that I created called Your Radiant Reinvention. It's a mastermind where we dig into these topics, where we start from that place of lack of clarity, of lack of energy, and the end point is really being on that path of vitalized purpose, of alignment with mission, of feeling like you are doing what you came to this planet to do. That's really what I'm interested in. So let's back up just a little bit. These four pillars, they also came out of my own core values. So I'm going to talk about those a little bit and how I got to those. But first, before I jump into that, let me review a little bit of what is reinvention? What is the kind of overview summary meaning of what that is? And I had a little page in my journal where I was writing about this And I think this statement encapsulates what I'm trying to get at here in a simple way. And what I wrote was releasing layers, allowing the fullness of who we are to shine through in a relaxed and timeless manner and letting go of one shore to set out for another. I think that middle statement is really what it's about. How can we allow the fullness of who we are so that we're not leaving any piece behind? We don't feel like somehow there is any part that's unfulfilled. There's any part that's not being put into its highest service so that we're in joy also. We're just really enjoying what we're doing. 
in a way that's relaxed, in a way that's grounded, that whole being in a relaxed state of inner purpose. So that's the goal. That's the goal. So when I first started thinking about all of this, I kept thinking about what is it that I'm here to share with others? And it kept coming back to my own seeking for that. I went through a lot of processes of writing, of really thinking all these things through. But I think that the one exercise that is a great explanation of where all this stuff came from is this core value exercise. And this is something that I do in my quarterly retreats. And if you're interested in finding out more about that, there is a sign up sheet around a sign up form. There's a link to that that I can share with you. So I'm happy to share that. And those are free quarterly retreats that we do, online retreats where we dig into all this stuff and really get into it. And it's always inspiring. There's always big shifts, big shifts in thinking, big shifts in energy. And so this particular exercise, this core value exercise is really a great one to use for yourself as well. And the first thing you do is you want to sit down and write down I mean, you really can write as many as you want, but write down at least 20 core values that are really important to you. Things that are really important in your life, qualities that you want to have in your life that you're not willing to live without those qualities. Things like joy and leadership and learning and all of these kind of things. This is what we're getting at here. So I'm trying to look for mine in my book right now because I want to read these to you because out of these core values came a really clear set of categories of sort of general topic categories. And it was kind of astounding to see how they all fit into that pretty easily. And I think you'll find that too, if you take this exercise on, you'll be really surprised. Okay, here it is. I finally found it. Whew. All right. So these are the core values that I wrote down. And this is something you could do on a regular basis, but it probably was something I did, you know, 10 or 15 minutes and you can revisit it as much as you want. But these are the core values that I came up with for myself. These are my core values for my life. And so these are the values, exploration, expansion, solitude, contemplation, resourcefulness, leadership, confidence, inspiration, vision, joy, self-directed learning, courage, visibility, self-love, mission, connection, and adventure. So those were the things I started with. I think I added a few more. I added happiness. Who doesn't love a little happiness? I added joy. I added inspired action, decisiveness, perception, curiosity, So you'll find yourself adding more. But then what was really interesting was when I went to start to break those down into major topic categories, I started to see patterns. I started to see really clear delineations of how these would come apart. And so just to cut to the chase, the four topics that I came up with, and I'll show you how these work once I share the topics, I came up with innate potential, inner development, leadership, and joy. And in the innate potential bucket, I put things like exploration, expansion, inspiration, vision, mission, adventure, energy, vitality. In the inner development pile, I put things like solitude, contemplation, 
self-directed learning, curiosity, transformation. And then in the leadership pile, I put confidence, courage, visibility, perception, decisiveness, inspired action. And then finally, in the joy category, I put wellness, self-love, fun, connection, and fulfillment. So you start to see how that works. And then I did take some time and I wrote about all of these. And what I was amazed to see was how they built on each other, even in the way that I wrote about them, which was really astounding how it just kind of happened organically. So let me read those to you. So I started with innate potential. You know, I really wanted to just write about what do these mean to me? What are they? These are my four core foundational values for my life. Innate potential, something that exists within each of us, whether we realize it or not. Part of your soul mission, expression of innate potential is the highest service and joy possible. Source of vibrant inspiration, soul calling, the capacity to bring our dreams into reality, a navigational pull towards our destiny, the heart's longing, raison d'etre, which I'm sure I'm not saying that right because I don't know French, (laughs) but I think that means reason for being. And I really like this piece. It's something that exists within each of us, whether we realize it or not. And then the next one, I had inner development. Hearing the inner voice, uncovering the gifts of our ancestors, absorbing lessons from many masters, and through contemplation, connecting the dots. And I would say, I would add connecting our own dots, creating a creative point of view, cultivating integrity of identity and purpose, nurturing the seeds of innate potential. So there you see how inner development nurtures the innate potential. I'm looking at actually at this sentence, creating a creative point of view, and it really should just be creating a point of view. It's inherent in it. And then we move to leadership. Leadership is being the captain of your own ship, undeterred by the opinions of others, a clarity of vision and the courage to take inspired action towards that vision, spurred on by the curiosity and confidence that springs from solid inner development. There's the building, right? Once you have that inner development and you know what you're about, then you can have um, a more solidified confidence and a lighter touch, a curiosity, a willingness to burn the boats of your prior identities in order to hew to a more authentic alignment of internal and external. That's leadership. And then that leads into joy, the free flowing joy that occurs when you feel that sense of connected oneness with the universe, when time stands still and you are in the flow of the present moment with a heart filled with gratitude and love, you feel good, body, mind, and spirit. So those were the four core foundational values that flow, they flowed out of this exercise that I did. And so I look at them again, innate potential, inner development, leadership, and joy. And Yeah. You know, I say, yeah, I love those. I love those. I feel so tuned into those topics. And so out of that, I built the pillars of the program, this pillars of radiant reinvention. And this program grew out of the prior program, which was called radiant health blueprint which was wellness as sort of the main thing, wellness in the front, so to speak, and then purpose as part of wellness. It was actually in that program, I called it the mindset 
pillar, but I like to talk about it in this way because it makes more sense, right? Wellness in the front, purpose as part of wellness. And now we're actually flipping those around and we're putting purpose in the front and putting wellness as part of purpose. And that was because I just saw over and over that the wellness piece had to be in place. The wellness piece so important, but what it enabled was the purpose piece. So that's how this grew. That's how it evolved into this next level program and this next level concept. And so the pillars of reinvention, the framework around that are physical vitality. There's that radiant wellness piece, right? Physical vitality, inner exploration. So we have to start taking that journey of getting clear on what we are about personal leadership, and then action taking. So these are the four pillars that we work on for a year. The entire framework is really built around these pillars. So the physical vitality, inner exploration, personal leadership, and action taking. And I'm going to go into each of those in more detail. And then of course, there is a detailed framework that is a roadmap that takes us through these four pillars. They spiral around over and over with the ultimate purpose. If I had to encapsulate the ultimate purpose of this work, of this concept, it is to reconnect you to your inner voice. It is to reconnect you without interference, without static, with absolute open channel to your inner voice. So that's what all of these things go towards. So let's dig in a little bit here on these pillars. So physical vitality. So physical vitality pillar is where I put all of the pieces that we were working with in the prior program, Radiant Health Blueprint. So we have in there the pillars or components, I'll call them now, so it's not so confusing. Nutrition, movement, mindset, sleep. And mindset, of course, is important in all of these. I think in this pillar, it's important from the standpoint of what do you think is possible for yourself wellness-wise? What do you think is possible for yourself in terms of your energy, in terms of your fitness, in terms of your nutrition? And also, there's a huge piece around this of body-mind connection, stress management, We know that stress has a huge negative effect on the physical body. So we have to have that piece in there if we really want to have full physical vitality. So nutrition, movement, mindset, and sleep. Why is this important? Why is the physical vitality piece important beyond the obvious? And to that, I would say that the reason why this is such an important piece, a foundational piece, is that we have to have the energy for the journey ahead. We have to have the energy to step outside the bounds of where we are currently. We have to have the energy to be able to add on more skill set, mindset, tool set so that we can create that transformation. It also gives us brain clarity. Again, that mind-body connection. We know the brain is so much clearer when we're taking care of all these things, less inflammation, better neurotransmitters, all of these kind of things. And then also there's a piece around building your capacity to hold larger amounts of energy. However, that translates, you know, the body is the sole vehicle. The body is the interface through which we are having this experience. And the body is also a vibrational container. And we need to be able to take it to another level if we're going to evolve all of us upwards. So that's an important piece of this too. 
And of course, the physical vitality is also a place to find joy, good feeling, and also to create consistency. If we're able to create consistency here, that is an engine that drives all of the other pieces. So that's the physical vitality pillar. The next pillar is the pillar of inner exploration. And this is just such a fun place. This is the fun place of exploration, of discoveries, of learning, of curiosity. It's so important because it reconnects us with that inner voice so that we can navigate forward. It allows us to ask questions. What am I about now? Who am I? How do I see myself? How do I want to see myself? How do I want to change how I see myself? And so this is where we bring in the gene keys as a potent tool. And I will do an entire podcast on the gene keys. I came across the gene keys or they found me, I found them. And it was really powerful, completely blew my mind, (laughs) completely blew my mind in the best of ways. So powerful, so potent in terms of precipitating new realizations, new archetypal realizations about ourselves about what we're here to do, about how we fit into the whole, about our higher service, about how we relate to others, really all of that. And so I became certified as a guide within the Gene Keys knowledge, within the Gene Keys, what do we want to call that, the transmission. So I guide the participants of the year-long program into the entire journey through the path of their Gene Keys. And it takes us through the path of personal purpose, then into relating, how we relate to ourselves and others, and then finally into prosperity. What does that mean for us? How do we create that? How do we share our gifts in the world? Super powerful for inner exploration. And within that, we are exploring the shadow, the gift, and then the elevated state. So it brings up all kinds of things. So that's one. Travel is another. I'm also certified as a transformational travel designer, and I do believe in the power of travel for creating and supporting inner transformation. It is one of the most powerful ways we have of doing that. Meditation is in this bucket. Contemplation. Theta healing is another place. Uh, We work with a wonderful colleague, Jen Wesson. She comes into our group, does this work with us, and you can seek this out wherever you are. Theta healing is a wonderful way, modality of rewriting limiting beliefs, letting go of those beliefs that are confining us and of pulling in new possibilities, new beliefs that we may not already have. And I have to tell you too, just every time I do any kind of a theta healing work session, I just feel amazing afterwards because it takes you into the theta brainwave state, which is very relaxing, very healing, very nourishing, very replenishing. It's just lovely. And then exploration of identity and beliefs. Who do we believe ourselves to be? How do we want to change that? Can we be intentional about it? Can we be aware of what we're writing there? Can we be aware of our beliefs? And are they true? Are those true? Are those true stories? Do we need to rewrite those? What beliefs do we wish to cultivate? So this is all in the inner exploration. And this is really fostering that greater connection to inner voice, which we need. We need that to move to the next pillar, which is personal leadership. And we cannot be in a place of personal leadership if we're not clear on who we are, who we feel we're meant to be, what we're here to do. And so 
once we've cultivated that through inner exploration, then we can start to take responsibility for amplifying that more in our lives. And we can take responsibility for our life as we have created it around us. We can understand that the life that we see around us is a direct reflection of our inner reality and our decisions and choices and what we've allowed in, what we continue to allow in, what we haven't welcomed in, all of these kind of things. And we can start to take agency. We can start to take agency to have that ability to make decisions for ourselves independent of anyone else and regardless of what anyone else may think of it. And this is a big task because we have to let go of the stories and beliefs that were given to us by society and by our culture, by our family, by our peers, by our employers, by our schools, by everything, right? This is how we start to be more in choice, in agency and in leadership. And, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about the 3D to the 5D, moving from the 3D to the 5D. And if you don't know what that means, that's fine. But it's very much like a trendy topic within consciousness expanding communities. And the best explanation I think I've heard of it from various different places is that it's not so much that the environment changes. It's more about you move from a place of simply living out your programming to a place of understanding the power we have to create, understanding the power we have to create our lives in this world that we're living in, in this matrix, in this reality. And so that is the true claiming of the 5D or however you want to describe it. We can describe it in so many different ways. We can say that you are clear on your higher purpose, that you are in service, that you are optimizing your capacity for creating change. So many different ways of saying it. But in the end, it comes down to responsibility, agency, leadership, and being really clear on your inner purpose. There's also a lot of concept here around freedom versus victimhood. And this is actually one of the archetypes I have really strongly in my gene keys, in my sphere of evolution, which is kind of represents the challenge. And it's also one that's very archetypally in play for the collective of humanity, which is the concept of victimization versus freedom. And the shadow is that place of victimization where we look to the outside as the reason for whatever challenge or whatever thing that we don't like about our lives. We look for the cause of it somewhere outside of ourselves. That's when you're in kind of a place of powerlessness. And it's a way of not taking responsibility, but there's from a compassionate viewpoint, it's also that maybe in that moment that we've all had, you forget your own power or you're tired. <laughs> you might just be tired, right? Or you don't know what to do next. You don't know how to lead yourself out of that place. And that's where support in this process can be so helpful. And the, the way out of victimization is into a place of freedom. That place of freedom is, first of all, acknowledging our responsibility, each and every one of us, for creating the life we want to have. And number two, recognizing that even if we don't know the next step, we can start to move towards it simply by taking responsibility, being willing to step into that place of taking responsibility for that and for that next step. So powerful. So that's the personal leadership. 
pillar. And that naturally leads to the fourth pillar, which is action taking. None of this means anything in terms of creating change until we are willing to take action. And that action taking may not be some sort of big physical action. It could be writing in a journal. It could be making a phone call, reading a book. It could be creating a new creative piece. It could be doing your work in a different way. It could be so many different things, but it is very personal and it is about putting into play, integrating the knowledge, integrating with the power of the physical vitality that you have cultivated, putting the knowledge you have garnered through inner exploration and integrating it via the responsibility and agency of personal leadership directly into your life. It could be as simple as making a different decision about how you spend your money or your time. That's also taking action. So it is really that natural flow with the greater capacity that you cultivate by investing in your physical vitality and with the knowledge that you've gained through inner exploration, you integrate that into your actual lived life. By taking responsibility and agency, by making decisions and personal leadership, you then take different actions. You make different decisions and different actions. And action comes before motivation. I love talking about this. We always think we have to wait until we're motivated before we take the action. But action actually builds motivation. So this is about grit. This is about urgency, accountability, seeing what's next, getting support for action if that's something that you need so that you can take those next steps forward so that you can see the integration. You can see the proof in the pudding, all of these discoveries, all of this knowledge, all of these transmissions that you get. You can start to see how that allows you to rise upward on your own spiral of evolution into the next level of how you are existing in this body, on this planet how you are creating different circumstances, how you are making change, how you are impacting others, how you are able to feel more aligned in what it is that you are meant to do here. So that to me is what reinvention is all about. It's not that we're, it's not at its core, like just choosing something randomly different. It's not a running away. It's a going more inward. And that may look like something totally different or It may look like you're still doing all exactly the same things you were doing them before, but you're just doing them at a higher level, a higher level of responsibility, of vitality, a higher level of giving, of service, a higher level of joy, a higher level of fulfillment, a higher level of feeling happy about your life and what you're doing and where you are. And this is really what we want. This is the purpose of this. And I always like to take the thought experiment of just imagine if everybody on this planet was able to up-level their level of fulfillment and their level of feeling like they're in alignment and in service. Like what difference would that make in our planet? And I, I think you can imagine it would be so powerful. So that's the motivating force behind this. So I hope that that was interesting to hear those pillars and you'll hear more about all of that if you continue to listen. This is the framework of creating a greater radiance in our life through these pillars, through this process. So that's my plan is to keep talking about these things, to weave them in, to connect with folks who have 
brought these principles into their lives and share their stories and how they've done it to connect with folks who can support us in bringing more of these elements into our lives and to connect with all of you who are listening. If you're listening to this and you're resonating with it, I want to hear your story about how you have put these principles into action as well so that we can learn from your journey also. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate it. It's such a privilege and an honor to share with you. And I will talk with you all next time. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Thank you for listening. My goal is to help as many humans as possible to reclaim their soul radiance and get clear on their radiant soul purpose. And if this episode has inspired you in any way, I would love if you left me a review and or let me know on Instagram at Andrea J. Walker Radiance, middle initial J. You can take a screenshot and tag me or just shoot me a DM. If you're looking for additional support, you can jump into my private Facebook group where I go live every week and offer even more tools and community to lift you up. Find us at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash radiant soul purpose. See you here next week.